Jersey and Amanda. Jam Nation. It was nice to go out with you last night to see Finding the Voice. This is the new John Farnham documentary, and I've read great reviews about this, and I was so happy to watch this. It was such a good biopic. It really was. It's going to be in cinemas next week. It's a it's a film length. It's an hour and a half, but the most extraordinary documentary. And you think you know John Farnham, you think you know the songs, but I came out of it so churned up with emotion. Mm. I, I listened to John on the way home. I felt like having a cry. And you think you've heard the the song The Voice yeah. a million times. But also, the, and, and what it goes into to get to that point, you know, how he, from the start when he broke onto the scene in mm. the 60s with Sadie, and that was almost a poison chalice for him because everyone wrote him off as a oh, little Johnny Farnham he, and rock and roll sort of came into the world and he wanted to be a rock singer but it seemed like he was a cabaret singer and he's playing empty RSL clubs and all that sort of stuff. And it's so and, hard. But the love affair of him and Glenn Wheatley, Glenn Wheatley's undying devotion to John Farnham as a manager and that bit where Glenn Wheatley puts his house, mortgages his house twice, doesn't tell his wife Gaynor, that he's mortgaging the house to fund the album Whispering Jack. Would your husband, like if, if would your if your husband Harley said, I've just mortgaged the house to fund an album, what would you do? I'd say, have you gone insane? Have you gone insane? And and just, it's it's mental. And when they put the album together, Whispering Jack, when they put that together, and we were at the coalface of that. I wasn't working in radio then, but I was like a, a club DJ. And the idea of playing John Farnham just... It blew us away because we thought, no. And I was working down the snow at the time. And I remember back then you just didn't have the connectivity that you have now. And these ladies came down to the snow and they said, have you got John Farnham's latest? And I actually said, what? Johnny Farnham? And he's latest. And I said, I've never heard it. And they started singing it. And I, I couldn't comprehend it. Then I, when I actually got to a record store to buy it and listen to it, I went, oh, my God, this is... That was the transformation, wasn't it? It was nuts. And he, but he went through such hard times before that. And as the audience, you're there thinking, hold on, John, it's coming. Mm. Success is coming. And it was so cleverly crafted, this film, because you see... How it builds to that, and they get, and he's lost all hope. And he and a couple of other musicians and a producer in his rented garage, in John's rented garage, he's got no money, couldn't afford to take the kids to McDonald's. They're in the garage and they're making this new album that John says, This will be me, finally, it will be me. And they, they get a a demo tape of the voice and you hear a little snippet of it there then they hear a little snippet of it there and then they decide to put in the bagpipes and you're hearing the evolution of this song that you know so well they would use pan flutes instead of bagpipes yeah and john said we've got to have bagpipes and then you think i know this song so well but i can't breathe until i hear him i get emotional until i hear him belt it out and then when they choose to have him belt it out yeah i'm I'm not giving the storyline away but the footage they choose is he's on stage in Germany, yeah. and this is Germany in the late 80s, and it's about to erupt. The wall's about to come down, and this entire crowd is singing with him, and it's incredible. Yeah. I fell in love with John Farnham all over again. Well, let's let's put it on with that in mind. Don't get too emotional. I'm okay. It's an incredible, <laughs> incredible doco. Starts next week if you get a chance to see it.